0: Episode 12. I'm here with Scott and Austin. Michael is not here tonight, so we're just going to talk about the Civil War quests. So I guess, Austin, you've finished all of this. I mean, I've done the quest both sides for both the Stormcloaks and the uh, and the Imperials myself. I don't know, uh, Scott, how much have you done on this one?
1: I've completed it for the uh, Stormcloaks. I sided with the Ulfric, and I got all the way to the end where um, I actually... Uh, interrupted the game's uh, script, and because I killed Tullius and the uh, Legate, it crashed my game for the very first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just surprised that you said for the very first time. But, yeah, there's lots of possible glitches in the Civil War. I mean, we mentioned this early on in the podcast, but I'll bring it up again for, com- for uh, completeness sake. If you accept the Jag and Crown quest and then you don't actually take it anywhere, and you then go into the peace conference part of it, where you're going to bring everybody to the Greybeards. If you don't have Jagged Crown complete when you start season unending, it'll glitch completely out. You won't be able to proceed any Civil War quest. It's just dead for you.
1: Yeah, that's why I did the main quest and got it done with, um, before starting anything with the Civil War.
0: Yeah, you want you want to make sure that you've got all that stuff out of the way and make sure that you proceed at least past Jagged Crown because if you try to leave Jagged Crown hanging and I did this completely by accident, my first playthrough, it's just that's just it, you're dead. Now as far as how these things go, from my experience playing both quest lines through, it seems like they're awfully similar. I mean, you you know, you side with one side or the other after you get to do their initial quest of uh, prove your loyalty thing. And once you're there, what you do is you go to a bunch of forts with a small number of men, either Imperials or Stormcloaks, and you take over Fort 1, Fort 2, Fort 3. There's a whole bunch of those. I don't know if they're radiant or scripted, but either way, they're awfully similar. You go to a fort, slaughter all the people there, and then the side you back decides to stock it with their own soldiers. And then finally, you get to the end of it. And the end of it's going to depend, of course, on which way you've gone. You're either going to be taking Windhelm out or you're going to be taking Whiterun out. Solitude. I'm sorry, Solitude, Solitude. Although there is a difference, and that is that um, uh, when you side with the Imperials, are there any cities you attack other than uh, Windhelm at the end? Because I don't recall if there are any other. No, there aren't. Whereas when you do side with Ulfric, you're going to take Whiterun out very early on and then do the bunch of fort quests.
1: Is there when you side with the Imperials, do you attack uh,
2: Whiterun? Yeah, you, uh, you attack You defend it if you're an Imperial.
0: Oh, yeah, if you're an Imperial, you did that part of the quest. I suppose, yeah, you you don't attack Whiterun, you're defending it, yes. Yeah. So, so there's a difference from the there. Taking. Yeah, it's a slight difference. But, yeah, there is the battle in Whiterun either way. So the other thing about this that, uh, that came to mind is when you're doing these quests, pretty much, like I said, they're all very similar. You're going to take forts, take forts, take forts, and then you go to the very end and I guess the ending from what uh, you said, Scott, is pretty scripted. If you interrupt people talking at the ver- very end when the bad guy, depending on your point of view, decides to give a speech, you just as soon let him finish his speech.
1: Yeah, I had to reload and let Tullius finish and let it finish, and they had little options to uh, do, I mean, it basically there was a, a way to get rid of them and you had to let the text options basically come up and let them do their thing. Otherwise, it crashed it. And it was funny because earlier, a different uh, character had tried to do an evil overlord speech who was kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this and kill <laughs> blah, 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 And I had just gone up and killed him and it, it didn't really crash the game. So I thought I could do it again, but no.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's an interesting thing too about if you side with the imperial uh, on up the imperials if you side with the stormcloaks you're going to take white run over and you're going to eventually just you know you're going to replace the earl of white run because the uh, ulfric has decided that algruff has essentially sided against him yeah i didn't like there, that well there's another thing about that though there is a quest you can get where you're supposed to talk to the Jarl about his son who's behaving oddly and it's one of the date requests you can still apparently do that, even if you've deposed the Jarl of Whiterun. Yeah, he's and in he'd...
1: solitude.
0: Yeah, he's in solitude in a dungeon. So if you have deposed him and you want to do that quest, you have to go find him in the dungeon, apparently. I, I haven't done that, because the game where I did the date request, I had left him on the throne.
1: Yeah, I also don't like how the town, Whiterun, seems to gone downhill. I mentioned to you on, you know, on the uh, Skype how the War Maiden people were boycotting her, or at least they would if she wasn't married to um, uh, married to uh, a Nord.
0: Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, it's, it's I, I don't know, it's just, there's enough, there's a little bit of flavor there in that, and you need to, I think they should have done more with it. In a sense, this is where they could have gone a little bit in the direction of the way Bioware does things, where they could have added a little more personality in this. So, I don't know. They could add a little more personality into this kind of thing, and maybe add a little more context, instead of just the odd comment here and there that if you're not a Nord, it sounds vaguely racist, and if you are a Nord, you're a kinsman. It seems to me they could have gone a little more into this. I don't know. It it just seems a little bit shallow to me at that level.
1: Yeah, I did at least find one non-racist Nord in uh, Windhelm.
0: Well, <laughs> it's a small number. But get, getting back to the Civil War quest, the funny thing is how little, in other ways, and this gets back to the fact that the, the characterization is a little bit shallow in, in this game, but that's that's kind of par for the course for, for Bethesda. They do worlds, not, uh, not the context stuff. After the Civil War is finished, you wander around various places in the world, and you talk to various people, and they'll talk about how the Civil War is bad for business. And you're like, dude, the Civil War is over. <laughs> but yeah. they, they didn't sh- they didn't update the scripts. It seems to me that they should have had a second set of scripts for some of these major characters, at least, to recognize that the Civil War is over, because the game goes on after that. It's not like Fallout you know, New Vegas, where once you're at the end, you're at the end.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem to be uh, the end for this
2: game. They no, probably they, just ran out of time.
0: Yeah, its it's not that there should be an end. It's more that I wish they had done more scripting so that... Those characters understood in context that the Civil War was over, and you know that's just the way it is. I don't know. In any case, the Civil War quest. i You know, I had one interesting problem with this on the PC. I'm playing both a PC game. It's actually on my Mac playing Parallels, but either way, I had an interesting thing where I thought it was a problem with Parallels, and I'd be curious to know if other people have run into this. In the fight for White Run, I was siding with the Stormcloaks in this. I got there, and the fight seemed—suddenly it suddenly everything just lagged like crazy. I was watching maybe one frame per second for a while, and I ended up having to—what's hmm, that?
1: Just saying, yikes, one frame per second, that's bad.
0: Yeah, it was pretty terrible. So I got—it you know, was down to just totally unplayable. So I finally got the keyboard's attention, hit escape, saved the game shut down Windows, rebooted it, and actually things were fine after that. What I was kind of curious about is if anybody else had run into anything like that. I've noticed in other big set-piece battles that there are a lot of moving parts around. In any dungeon, for instance, where there are a lot of monsters, I've noticed that in mob fights, the thing seems to bog down.
1: Water seems to bog my uh, game down. I have actually managed to do bigger battles okay, but water really
0: slows it down for some reason. By water, you mean things like creeks and streams, or...? okay yeah i don't know if i've noticed that i just noticed that when i've been in big set piece battles in any of the dungeons that have a lot of monsters or like i said in the civil war where in the battle for white run you'll run into situations where there are a lot of people moving around or for that matter if you're in any of the force there are a lot of people moving around i've noticed that things tend to lag in those cases
2: yeah Yeah, i've never really seen it lag that much though
0: well, how big a... You probably have a higher-end PC than I have. Yeah. That I'm running I'm running on a virtual machine, so I kind of figure there's a little bit of that that I should expect. But, you know, Scott has an actual PC, and I guess a kind of older one. But
1: Yeah, there, there, there are lag. Like, if I'm inside Breeze Home, everything's very smooth and nice. But if I go outside, and, you know, of course, after the five-minute load screen, uh, <laughs> it, it does lag a bit. Especially, oh, yeah, an Elder Dragon attacked White Run, so that, that definitely lagged things.
0: <laughs> uh, now, now, speaking of Elder Dragons, let me, I, I have to relate this. This is an anecdote that's not really related to the Civil War. I have this fairly awesome level 45 warrior that I've been playing. Actually, I don't know. A friend of mine just told me it wasn't really a warrior because he's got 85 sneak and he mostly uses a bow. So maybe he's not really a warrior. But He's a ranger. Okay, he's a ranger. Either way, I, I kind of look at him at this point as he's like Legolas because I slaughter everything with my bow. I don't even bother pulling out hand weapons anymore. But I, got, I, I went out to do the date requests, and I was out at, uh, I guess Larga Barsha, the or uh, the orc stronghold that's having a problem, and I just arrived there, and I'm talking to the priestess about the problems they're having, and suddenly, a blood dragon and an ancient dragon simultaneously swoop down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the blood dragon was stepping up, but the ancient dragon was a real pain in the neck. Uh, I finally, even with my character level 45 with some pretty impressive ebony armor that I had smithed up to legendary, I could not withstand the frost breath from that thing.
2: The legendary dragon, I mean the ancient dragons, they have 300 damage with just their bite.
0: Okay, well the bite was bad enough, I stayed the hell away from their bite. I, what <laughs> I did is I got up on the walls and sniped it with my bow. But even that, when it decided to pay attention to me and breathed it on me, I was taking damage like nobody's business.
1: Have you, um... Do you have any perks in the Ebony Armor, or I'm sorry, uh, Heavy Armor
0: uh, Constellation? Because only the first, only the Juggernaut ones at the very bottom. I haven't done any of the others.
1: Yeah, because I can basically just stand in front of a dragon, in front of its, like, mouth, and just whack at it all day. It's like, doesn't even really kill me anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I put all my perks into the bow when I, like I said, I, this guy is, is, as you described, a ranger. I can kill anything, pretty much. Other The Ancient Dragon is the only thing I have any trouble with. i one, two, or three shot now the uh, Death Lords, the Draugr Death Lords.
2: Mm-hmm. And even,
0: even Dragon Priests, I kind of yawn at. They're, they're not really much of a problem. It's really only the Ancient Dragons that are a problem for me.
2: The Draugrs are still my biggest problem because they knock me back all the time.
0: Yeah, I took a perk that seems to solve that problem, but it's uh, mostly with those guys. I just, since I have the sneak at 85, I go into Crouch, they don't see me coming, And the first arrow reduces their health down by about three-fourths.
2: Yeah, I just charge at them with a sword and a shield and hope they don't kill me.
0: (laughs) Well, this other character that I'm playing, I just started one that I went through the Dark Brotherhood. Well, the next episode we'll talk more about the Dark Brotherhood quest. But I happen to be going through a dungeon with a bunch of Draugr. And I noticed with those guys, this character is wearing light leather armor, not much protection. So the only way I survived them was to stay in sneak mode the entire time and snipe them, and then if they notice me, go into dual weapon mode, because with dual weapons, if they don't notice me, I'm doing 12x damage. And, you know, 12x with dual weapon, you just slaughter almost anything.
1: Have you, Austin, you said that Tullius gave you good rewards for uh, you helping him in the Civil War. I got, like, a very mixed bag of rewards. I got two, I got an Ebony Sword of Fire and an Ebony Sword of Leeching, and then I got a Steel Sword. So, I don't, and, and of course a, uh, a very podunk, uh, a set of armor for Stormcloaks and,
2: uh, Stormcloak officers which were, like, eh. So that was a very mixed bag there. At, when I joined the Legion, I got their Heavy Armor, which was pretty good. And then after I was done with the first mission, I got Orcish Armor that was, like, Enchanted. And then i got an ebony sword a dwemer shield um i think a couple of uh sapphires and uh i think a couple of um other weapons but i can't really remember cuz that was so long ago
1: <laughs> yeah i was just wondering about that cuz it, it felt very weird to get a steel sword next to an ebony sword it just like didn't really make sense to me
0: yeah, well, the weapon, the thing I did is I didn't even bother with the legion armor when I got that. I pretty much just left it be because I had my own ebony armor that I had smithed up to legendary. So just like ugh, legion armor, what do I care? And I had enchanted it too. So I, you know, have my boots that I enchanted to add the twenty five to to lifting, and I enchanted my, you know, stuff to give me fortified bow. So I actually have some pretty nice armor all by itself. I'm one perk away from being able to make the dragon bone plate, which is what I'm really looking forward to. And I just, but it's just that something came up here that we talked about on another pod, version of the podcast too, and that is that once you get to about level forty, it takes forever, literally forever, to level up. You just, it, it just crawls.
1: I'm gonna start trying to use some of those uh, um, skills that I haven't been using, like blocking or um, or pickpocketing, to see if that helps me level better.
0: It probably would. I noticed that I got one companion that I sought out just so that I could pay her for blocking skills in order to level up, and then use the glitch you can use to say, "Let me, let me train five times. Give you all this money, and then oh, let me trade with you and take all the money back." Yeah, I love that glitch. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, it's a great glitch because I in this uh, this assassin type character I'm playing now on the PC. I took Findall around and had him level me all the way up to 50 skill with bow, and you know never gave him, you know never let him keep any of the gold. Of course, he can't get you past 50, but still, it was a very cheap way to get 50 archery.
2: There's another glitch to level up. If you get the muffle uh, spell, you can just run around casting that, and you can level up your. Um, I think it's illusion. You can just level that up to 100 by just using that one spell over and over and over and over and over and, <laughs> and over again.
0: Well, okay, so you want to talk about glitches that way. I was watching my daughter play this afternoon, and she discovered an interesting way to level up on sneak, and that's that she got herself into a position where she would wander out of a corner and then you know, slightly into view and then out, into view and then out, and every time she'd go back out, it leveled her sneak up. It was just the most bizarre thing. It's, there are ways to exploit things in this game if you really want to, I don't know how much of that you want to do, but again, once you get into the levels like 40-something, it's really hard to level up, especially if you're using a skill that you spent the entire time pushing all the way up. You're not getting those level-up bonuses with it anymore.
2: Yeah. it's The last level wasn't that hard for me because I just did the Muffle Glitch and the Money Glitch, okay. so it took me like five minutes to get the last level.
0: Oh, well, explain the Money Glitch again.
2: You, uh... Get a follower from the companions. You ask them to train with you, and then you take the, your money back.
0: Oh, all right, that glitch. Okay, the one we just talked about. Okay, yeah. The th- funny thing is, I have bled through. I, I feel like I've bled the companions dry. You know, I got, I got Farkus killed very early on, and then I went through a dungeon with Vilkas, and I noticed, oh, he's dead now. Uh, you know, of course, I got Kodlak killed as part of the scripted part of that whole quest line. And then I had one of the other followers with me from there to do blocking, and she dropped dead in one of the dungeons. And I think the reason she dropped dead is that, technically speaking, I met her when I went into the Companions Hall when I was, like, level 18 or something. So I'm thinking that she's leveled at, like, 18, and there I am at 45, running across Draugr whites and and Death Lords and whatnot. And she died against a, uh, I think it was a Falmer... Gloom, uh, what, what are they? Gloom lurkers, or not? Gloom lurkers, whatever they're called. And you know, she just couldn't stand it. That guy gave her one hit, and she was dead.
1: I uh, speaking of companions. Uh, I think the radiant quests have brought Skajor back to life. The uh, guy that was supposed to get killed by the Silver Hand, and also he's back in the the bunker uh, place, alive. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> and he's yeah, giving me he quests. to
0: that. Yeah, you mentioned that. So they you, you killed him off early in the game,
1: and yeah. he's back. Yeah, and now he's back somehow, from the dead. <laughs> and, and, now, he, and, and he keeps telling me I have to prove myself, even though I'm the the heartbringer now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the, yeah, that's pretty funny. Now there's another there's another interesting thing. I don't know if this qualifies as a glitch or if I lost track or what. I was wandering the map trying to find one of the date request locations you know their are bits cuz the best i at this point what i'm doing is just looking them up on the wiki and trying to go find the spot and i was off looking for one and suddenly i see this headless horseman riding along an, an ethereal one a ghost I'm like, okay, well, I saw something like this in Oblivion. There was a quest in Oblivion where you saw a guy wandering by a coastline. who's a ghost, and you're supposed to follow him, and then you do something, and you get, you get some goodies. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Okay, so I figured this must be similar, so I decided I'll start following the Headless Horseman. And he's going halfway across Tamriel. Now, I get halfway across. I'm, I'm still following him down roads. I had to kill some skeevers. I had to kill a couple of wolves, and I didn't lose track of him. Finally, two cave bears attack me. And I couldn't just ignore them, because I was on foot. If I was on horseback, maybe I could have ignored them. But I was on foot, so I had to stop, kill the two K bears. And then by the time I got done killing the two K bears, the headless horseman was nowhere to be found. I don't know where he was. I have no idea what quest he was involved in. I could look it up on the there's, wiki
2: There's no quest. It's just one of those funny little, like, wild wasteland kind of things.
0: Oh, is that all it is?
2: Yeah. I found him. He was just standing at some crypt. And I, stu- I stared at him for, like, three hours. Like game hours, waiting from the walk, and then he did, He did, He was just standing there on his horse. He kept looking at me, even though he didn't have a head.
0: So basically, it's just like a wild wasteland thing you in Fallout New Vegas. There's no there there. It's just just a just an Easter egg, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> aww <laughs> So I spent all this time following you. I literally tracked the bastard halfway across Tamriel and or Skyrim, and nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> The, the, should,
1: we should show, I, I wish we could show a little picture of the troll face going if, if you came all this way for nothing would you be mad?
0: Well, I was pretty upset, I mean I because I was <laughs> I was convinced that it was something like what I had in Oblivion, where you follow this ghost and then you have to go find his body and free it from this horrible fate that he had, so you're supposed to actually do something, and I was pretty well convinced that it was the same kind of quest, but you know, from what you're telling me, apparently it's just not. It's just nothing. Okay, awesome.
2: It's one of the 99 uh, uh, random encounters.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, that's just great. All right. So, does anybody else, do any of you guys have anything else to add about the Civil War quest? I mean, the thing is, once once it's done... The funny thing is unlike the other quest lines you do I guess the, the two main quests if you you know you finish the dragon quest uh, there are random dragons you have to kill but, but there are no more things in the dragon quest line with the civil war quest you finish it there's no more stuff there's you know you can run across the random stormcloak or imperial camp and wipe them out but there's nothing else going on you know, if you did the Dark Brotherhood, there are ongoing radiant quests you can do for them. I guess for the Thieves' Guild, there are probably ongoing radiant quests you can do for them. Oh, no,
1: God. Those are huge. And you can okay, do well, ongoing radiant quests for the companions as well, apparently. Yeah,
0: yeah you can. I married one of the companions in the game that I'm playing as Warrior, so I have Ayala sitting in my house, and if I want a radiant quest from her, I just ask.
2: I want to marry her, so I killed my wife, but now I can't
0: marry her. <laughs> no, you have to go find another amulet of Mara That's what you have to do Another I one? Go. I have yeah. like five of them Yeah, but I think you have to do the whole quest line for the priesthood again Maybe, I don't know
2: I you went and talk talked to him and he was again. like I went and talked to him He's like Have a uh, nice marriage or whatever And like my wife had been dead for like two weeks <laughs> So I don't know what the heck's up Probably just a glitch
0: Okay, so maybe it just won't let you get married again That's Maybe that's all there is to it
2: well, her husband, her brother sent uh, bounty hunters after
0: me. <laughs> what was who this, Camilla?
2: Yeah, and then I walked into his shop, and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I set the contract on the desk, and then shot him in the knee
0: with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he used to be an adventurer like you until he took an arrow to the knee.
2: Yeah, but he uh, he can't he's not around to say that like the guards.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's another thing that's kind of funny. I was watching my daughter play this afternoon, and she ran into this. I guess you can do this. Have, have either of you guys done the question Macarth where you end up a prisoner in Sydney Mine? Yeah. Okay. Well, I did that one, and there's a fairly straightforward way to go about this, where you you go in, you, when you go into the temp, uh, the Shrine of Talos in Macarth. There are three guards waiting for you, and the theory is instead of resisting them, you're supposed to say, fine, I'll go to prison. When you're in prison, you have a couple of choices to make, and I took the easy way out. I just slaughtered everybody in the mine, and then I walked out the end, and at the end the silver bullets are happy as heck that you slaughtered everybody. You say, oh, you did this great favor," and then they give you all your gear back, and then everything's peachy keen. My daughter, on the other hand, decided to side with the people in the mine and then let them go free, so when she came out, the funny part about that seemed to be that when she went back to the Shrine of Talos, the three guards were waiting for her, and it seemed like it looped back on itself. I mean, actually watched this happen. It looped back on itself and put her back into that same spot.
2: Because I did did the entire thing you're supposed to do, and I went back, and there was no guards standing there.
0: Yeah, I I didn't see that happen either. I I was watching her play, and it... It was like watching it it was like watching an old LP skip. It was right back where she left it. It's the most bizarre thing. I think it was just a glitch.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a plenty of amount of glitches in this
0: game. Oh yeah, there are plenty of quests that can go wrong because of some bizarro choice you've made at some point in the game that's yeah. flipped a toggle somewhere and something weird happened.
1: I think part of my Civil War got uh, glitched because uh, on my status screen, where you look at the quest the lines that you've completed, it only says two. And I know that should be the main, that that's indicating the main and the companions, but it's not indicating that I finished the Civil War. Part of my Civil War seems to be incomplete because it never registered that I uh, saved
2: a, a liberated Hawfinger, and it, it's just weird. That did, it did the same thing for me, so it's probably just one of those common glitches.
0: Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, there's there's one in my miscellaneous quest that says I'm supposed to go back to Scold for uh, for a bounty payment. And I've already done that, but it didn't. Even though it gave me the money, it didn't register that it was done. Bethesda has a ton of work to do on that stuff, and you know, I don't know based on how they did the Radiant AI thing for this. I don't know how easy it's going to be for them to fix this because some of this stuff, it's got to be deep in the guts of the way they did that. And I just don't know how easy a time they're going to have debugging that.
2: The one quest they really have to fix is the Blood on the Ice quest. That one's getting a lot of people upset. Okay, yeah, so apparently I messed it, it up too. How it's the one where you. If that one is. It's the one where you have to catch the butcher in Windhelm, and then you get a yeah. house at the end. Yeah. That one's yeah, completely broken for me because I helped uh, Imperials and not the Stormcloaks, and apparently it's scripted for just the Stormcloak soldiers to activate it.
0: Oh, so if you haven 't done that one and you sided with the imperials it 's just glitched out
2: yeah but it 's it 's supposed to work both ways, but they didn 't add the imperial scripting to it, but like they probably just forgot and for me and for me, when I went to do
1: the quest, apparently um, i I had a choice of two people to talk to this lady who was sitting in the tavern. And the um, curious the curiosity shop owner, so I went to the shop owner, but he was, his doors were locked because it, it was dark, and it was night, so I went to the old lady and I talked to her, and she immediately and somehow I jumped to pointing the fingers at the at the wizard, even though i hadn 't uh, any information on it yet at all, and so I had gone to the castle to talk to him. <laughs> and uh, I talked to the wizard and the wizard's like, No, it's this guy, you know, or, or you know, go to the stone quarter and so I went in there and to the stone quarter and I found the guy and it was the curiosity shop owner and I killed him. And then apparently I find out that I'm supposed to talk to the Curiosity Shop owner, and he's supposed to tell me that he thinks it's uh, Wolfrad, the uh, wizard, and that he'll take the amulet from me, which will turn it into the Necromancer's amulet. But unfortunately I didn't do that, so now the item is just sitting in my inventory saying strange amulet because his stupid, he was out, uh, obviously, hunting women to kill. And, yeah, so that
0: sucks. See, now that's another, that, that reminds me of another glitch in the game that's annoying, is Hack. And that is that no matter how you're playing, you have to make sure to keep adding stamina because of all the quest items that will start building up in your inventory that you can't drop. Unless your console. Yeah, but if you're on the Xbox, that's not really an option. Oh, it sucks.
2: Yeah. Another weird glitch is um I did the Red Eagle's Fury miscellaneous quest. And I did all, I did that all the way through. And then I did the white file. A quest, and I had to go and get a heart from the guy that was carrying the Red Eagle's Fury Sword before I killed him. So I went back there, and I got two more of them that I couldn't get out of my inventory. So now oh, I have Lord. three of them. And I'm about to do the Wi-Fi quest. Well, I got I got one to drop. I th- I think I just got lucky, and I got it to drop. But I still have one stuck in my inventory that I don't want.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something I I really hope they deal with that one, because over time, especially for people on consoles, that stuff just builds up in your inventory and there's just nothing you can do about it.
2: Another thing is I found this random sword somewhere in some place, and so I'm like, oh, I'll just take this home. It had like a name on it, and I took it home and I tried to put it in the crate, and it's like, you can't remove a quest item from your inventory, And I would think that when you find something like that, it should activate the quest, so then you know what to do. Mm hmm But now I just have a sword stuck in my inventory along with Red Eagle's Fury, and I don't know what to do with it (laughs) at all.
0: There's a cave not far from that location where you have to find the other part of that quest, and I didn't do that by design. I just happened to stumble on it.
2: Well, this is a sword I found in some Dwemer ruin way at the other end of the map.
0: Uh, maybe it's a Radiant AI thing as to where the sword appears then. I just happened to stumble on it right in the same neighborhood. Well, I guess on that note, we can probably take it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Good idea.
0: All right. Well, missed an episode? Need to subscribe to the iTunes feed? Want to join the Facebook group? Want to join the Steam group? Find these links and more at com slash doomcast, that's T-H-U-U-M-C-A-S-T,